Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast, a show to share stories, insights, and experiences in strength physically, mentally, and spiritually. I'm Michael Krukowski, host of the Strength Connection, and I'm so grateful that you can join me today. So in these episodes, I connect with some of the most inspiring and successful individuals to chop it up and learn from true life experiences that have helped them become who they are, the strongest versions of themselves. One of the greatest ways I've always learned the most important lessons is through stories. We all have them, and they make us who we are. So let's dive in. Here we go. All right. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kurkowski. Thank you so much for joining me. It's me and you today. This is a solo episode, end of July 2023. It has been an absolutely incredible week, uh, personally, uh, for me. I'm so grateful for a lot of things that happened this week. One of them was an amazing conversation I had with someone I've been interested in connecting with since I first started podcasting. Um, but along with that, um, just a lot to be grateful for. So thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to dive right in. I'm really excited about this episode. Um, I was pondering how to do this. I was possibly going to write about it a bit, but um, I figured I would do a podcast episode because there's five books that I want to talk about that have made a big impact on me that I thought were be, were worth re- excuse me were worth reading more than one time. Uh, but the thing about all these books is they're all under 175 pages. Uh, so I'm going to get into that in a minute. Uh, beforehand, I'm just going to, I want to do a little bit of recap from this past episode, as well as this connection this week. So the episode released earlier this week, which was my guest, good friend and uh, coach Pat Flynn. And it was the first trilogy episode that I did on the Strength Connection. It was the third time that I've had Pat on. And the reason behind that is I can talk to Pat about anything. I absolutely love connecting with this man. Um, He was, as I've spoken about before, Pat was one of the first writers and you know bloggers that I followed when I first became a coach uh, back in 2008, 2009. And his work with Chronicles of Strength and the uh, work he did from just being a young guy and just getting into this world of minimalism. Then he got into writing. He has his podcast, The Pat Flynn Show. He just finished his book on philosophy. So he really delves into so many different areas, which is why I always call him a Renaissance man. And uh, this was no different, you know, in this conversation. Every time I chat with Pat, I learn so much, I take so many notes. And, you know, he just finished his book on philosophy. Now he's going into another fitness book. So chatted a lot about the the connection between uh, his writing styles of one versus the other, which uh, had us dive into the topic of minimalism. And he had a really interesting uh, description of this. And it was a really fun topic to chat about because minimalism and minimalist training is one of those things that has gotten very popular over the last decade, but just like anything uh, when it gets popular, it gets a lot of misconceptions and gets misconstrued in what it actually is, which oftentimes now it's uh, known as, oh, you don't need to do a lot of things. Kind of like minimalism is now minimal effort. When Pat's like, of course, that's not the case. And the quote that he said was, the minimum uh, effective dose might still be a lot. In fact, it probably is at least at the beginning. And I thought that was really powerful because just because something is you don't need to do a bunch of different things doesn't mean that you're not going to need to do a, you know a lot of those you know those few things so the lesson behind this is talking about knowing what is required for getting the goals that we want to achieve you know it made me re- uh, 
made me think of the conversation I had with Rick Mayo a while ago when he talked about franchising uh, his company Alloy, where, you know, there's a difference between, you know, doing what you like and doing what's required, opening up a new business, even though there's a lot of systems that they built in Alloy that you just need to follow. There's still a lot of work you need to get done. You need to know what is required to do it. And unfortunately said, many people don't follow that path and ultimately they fail, even though the product is very good. So when Pat talked about this with minimalism, there was a lot of good connection there. So I'm such a fan of minimalist training, specifically with kettlebell work, with just even like mindset and spirituality work. You know, I think finding the right things that are extraordinary that give the most uh, results out of it is phenomenal, but you still need to do a lot of the work in there. You still need to do what's required. We'll get right back to this episode, but first I want to tell you about Nabosu Technology. Nabosu is the leading company in foot care products created by the top functional podiatrist and human movement specialist, Dr. Emily Splickle and her team. Our feet are a connection to the earth and the foundation of all human movement, and it's often the most overlooked part of our body when it comes to health, fitness, and recovery. Personally, I never thought much of how the foot impacts my movement and strength until years ago when I found my intense sciatic pain I was dealing with was coming from a locked up midfoot and ankle issue. So after putting emphasis on this, my pain subsided completely. And since then, I've made sure to take care of my feet before anything else in training. I use the Nabosu Neuroball every day, whether I'm training or not, and I felt significantly better in both my barefoot strength training as well as running outside on grass and on pavement. Nabosu has the best products on the market, including the Neuroball, Recovery Socks, Splays, Activation Insoles, and the Kinesis Boards and Mats. So to check out Nabosu Technology, click on the link in the comments or go to nabosutechnology.com and use the code CONNECTION and get an additional 10% off your purchase. Again, that's the code CONNECTION. Use it to get 10% off. All right, now let's get back to it. So I appreciate Pat. I'm sure it's not going to be the last time that we that we chat. He'll be back uh, at some point soon, and I'm really excited for his new book coming out and what he you know comes out with with his new fitness book here. So going into this week, um, I got a chance to connect with someone I've admired from afar for a long time, uh, and that is Todd Durkin. Todd is if you've been in the coaching business and the coaching world for any you know while. You've undoubtedly probably been inspired by Todd's work. Uh, he's been a keynote speaker all over the world forever. I first heard him speak like 13, 14 years ago at Perform Better. And anytime you hear Todd speak, you want to run through a wall afterwards. He's so motivating. He's so energetic. Um, he has his work with Fitness Quest 10. He has the TD Mastermind. He's been a keynote speaker for multiple businesses. Um, he also works really on the life coaching side of stuff. Actually, when we spoke, he just finished a cruise through Alaska coaching Tony Dungy, the Hall of Fame NFL coach, and uh, James Brown from CBS NFL Network. And there, so he gets around in a lot of different things. So he's one of the people I've wanted to connect with since I first started podcasting. So to be able to have this connection and sit one-on-one -on -one with him was such an honor. And I'm so excited to release this episode. I learned so much from Todd and I was just so inspired after our connection. And one big takeaway that I had from him, we all know over a bunch of different topics, but I asked him about, you know, he wears so many hats um, how he manages everything. You know, it's something that from being, he's, you know, multiple business owner, he's a keynote speaker. He travels all over the world. Um, he 
has his own podcast show that he does. He is a father of three. He's a devout husband. And he also still stays in the trenches. He still trains clients and he jumps in on classes and stuff. He works individually with people. And the big thing that he said is like, he just, he knows his purpose. He said from a lot of different people that told him to just focus on one specific thing. And he would probably be more financially successful. You get deeper down, you know, the level of just focusing on one particular thing. And he said, you know what? They're probably right. You know, they're probably true in some regards. If I just focused on one thing, I could probably make more money at that, or I can dive deeper into it. But his whole focus and his purpose, he said, is about impacting other people so that he likes to go into multiple different vessels because it's challenging for him. You know, giving a keynote speech is much different than being a good interviewer on a podcast and writing a book is very different than writing a program or teaching a class. So he says all of these different things and wearing these hats challenges him to be better in other things that he does. And I thought it was really powerful because there is this message like pick a lane and stay there. When, if you know your purpose, where his big thing is he wants to, he said on the podcast, he wants to influence and impact 10 million people. It's like, well, in order to do that, he wants to be in as many different channels as possible. And some he said he's better than others at, but all of them are, you know, helping him stay energized and stay aligned with his ultimate purpose. So that was a really beautiful message that he had. And I'm going to speak more about this uh, in some episodes to come before this episode's released with Todd, but I wanted to share that with you here today. Um, with it. and again, so grateful to Todd for for this time. So, all right. So to get into these books, um, the reason I chose these is I'm I'm a bookworm. I absolutely love reading. Um, you know, I have so many different conversations with people about different books, and it's a blast to dive into a good book, really get some insights from it. But often I. I hate recommending books to people out, specifically ones that are not easy books to read or they're like they're a deep commitment of it. So some of the books that I absolutely love that have made huge impacts on me are deep books. They're 400, 500 pages. You know, Robert Greene's books I absolutely love. But if you're going to read Master, you're going to read 48 Laws of Power or like Laws of Human Nature. That's a big commitment on there. And I found some of the most impactful books that I've read more than once are very short. They're under 175, 150 pages. And I found five of them that I wanted to share with you here because all of these I have read at least twice before. Some of them I'm going to go back to and read again. But if you're looking for books that you can read maybe in a weekend or at least like in a week and really dive into and get a lot of the um, get a lot of insight from. These are ones that I really recommend. So I'm going to dive into a few of these for you. So first one on the docket is I have is Turning Pro by Stephen Pressfield. Okay. One of my favorite books that I've gone to numerous times, I've probably read this at least five times through. Now, if you know Stephen Pressfield, he was uh, famous for some of his fictional work, Gates of Fire, which was his uh, fictional book about uh, the movie 300, The Battle of Thermopylae, which is awesome. Absolutely love that book. But he got famous uh, and popularized a lot by his book, The War of Art, which is a short book, very similar to this one, where he talked about the creative process, about invoking the muse. And it's a great book. I love The War of Art. But this one, Turning Pro, I actually like a little bit better. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, but it just spoke so directly, so right at you of the difference between an amateur and a pro. And he uses the example of writing, but this could be 
you know, used in any different regard of where you're going. And this could be strength. This could be business. This could be, you know, being a parent, whatever it is. Um, he talks about the difference between being an amateur and a pro and the pro shows up regardless of how they feel every day. They know that success comes from that consistency of showing up and knowing you're going to face the same demons that you did before as an amateur. There's one point of this is page 75. When he talks, what's so interesting about this book too, is some of them are like maybe two or three paragraphs. They're like, excuse me, half the page is, you know, written. So you can get through this book super fast, but he talks about in this book of how your mind changes when you turn pro. And he says, each day, the professional understands he will wake up facing the same demons, the same resistance, the same self-sabotage, the same tendencies to shadow activities and amateurism that he has always faced. The difference is now he will not yield to those temptations. He will have mastered them and he will continue to master them. So there's a bunch of threads that you can pull on from that. But the number one thing that he says is the things that create resistance on us, they don't ever fully go away. I've talked about this with clients that I have before is what you do is you know how to recognize these things faster and know how to shift and transition. That's why I talk about scouting the defense. The defense is going to always show up on us. It's just a matter of, have we seen it before? And we can game plan with it a lot faster. But that last line I thought was so powerful. It says he will have mastered them and he will continue to master them, which just shows a beautiful example of that you never are fully complete that you're if when you get into that mastery phase you're always sharpening the saw you're always finding new ways to possibly slay the same dragon that you've been dealing with over and over again and the faster that we recognize this i think the faster that we can continuously do the things that we need to do on a consistent basis so that's the first book absolutely love it second one is you might have read this a long time ago and it's still one of my favorites is and that's the giver by lois lowry so I think the first time I read this was like fifth or sixth grade. Um, it was one of those books that I don't know if it's on the controversial, you know, book list now of anything, but this is a book that I think everybody should read and you should read it every couple of years. I feel, um, you know, it's the story of Jonas who lives in a utopian community where there is no war, no fear, no pain. It's very much Pleasantville. And then everyone at age 12, they get assigned a role of who they're supposed to be, their job or what they're supposed to do for the community, what they're supposed to do. And Jonas gets picked for a very special training, and that's to learn under the giver. And the giver is one who holds the memories of true pain and true pleasure in life, which sends Jonas down this incredible mental journey that nobody else can really understand because nobody else has seen the things that the giver has shows him. So it's in a time where he knows that this society of what's going on is kind of ultimately not right. And it's a really challenging journey for him to go through. And it's written in a way that is so easy to understand. It just cuts out all the fluff and all the bullshit of some of these other things. I think um, some other dystopian type novels are really great, but this one really seems like it, it grasped it on a level that, we all can understand and we can all appreciate and understand. So that's my second one in there. I would definitely grab this one. And this is like a hundred and yeah, it's 170. Oh, I lied. It's 177 pages. So it's right over the marker, but still it's good enough. All right. Number three going into this is man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl. 
Okay. One of the most popular books in the world There's more than 12 million copies that have been sold by this, uh, that have been sold of this book. So if you don't know about this book, it's by Viktor Frankl, who is the father of logotherapy in the world. And it's his story of his time in Auschwitz um, to, to paraphrase or summarize this book in one, I don't think does it justice. This is one that you just need to dive into and read. Um, it's one of the most powerful stories ever written. Um, and there's one part that I, why I picked it here that I wanted to highlight that I found so incredible is he goes into all of the details of the concentration camp, all of the brutality and just the, the tragedy of that, that we've all learned so many different times. But the part that really hit me the first time I read it was how quickly the mind calluses over some of the most atrocious situations to preserve itself. You know, he wrote in detail about, you know, having somebody right next to him or somebody in front that just gets shot right in the head and his blood goes all over, you know, his clothes all over his face and he's just on the ground and how quickly they felt absolutely nothing. They got numb to the most atrocious thing that if you saw this in everyday life, this would be the most traumatic thing that you've ever experienced and how quickly the mind preserves itself and calluses over to preserve what it needs to do in order to survive. And that was just one of the examples that he gives in the entire book, but it makes me realize how easily we can get jaded in our own lives to things, the pain, the discomfort that we feel that it becomes so normal. And the only way to grow out of this is to recognize that this is abnormal. And that's why growth comes through pain. And it's a little bit of a, you know, a segue off of his exact message, I believe, but it was so powerful. He says that regardless of the situation, regardless of how dire or, you know, rough things are, the mind has a way of preserving itself and, you know, callousing over those tough things and how easy it is to, to feel normal. And I thought of that on the strength front of, I've heard so many times from different people. And I felt it myself of when you do something for yourself and you get out of the, the rut that you're in, all of a sudden you feel so good afterwards. You say, I, I didn't realize how bad I was feeling before until you feel good because it's so easy to just, you know, callous over that discomfort. So that was one of the big takeaways I got from this book. And if you haven't read this book, this is one I would recommend quickly. And, and it's, it's a page turn. You get through it in a weekend. So these last two that I have might, you might not know as much about, but I really love these two, uh, one for the context that it's uh, that they're in, but two is also both of these authors have been great influences of mine, have been guests on this podcast. So the number one, the first one that I have is Mindset Matters Most. And this is by my good friend, Brian Grasso, who I feel so privileged to know very personally now from working with over the last couple of years. But so the reason behind this book, there's so many books on mindset, on resilience, on mental strength, but what this book does better than any others is it reminds you regularly that everything comes down to the story that we tell ourselves. You know, we label ourselves specific things based on our experiences and our beliefs, but it comes down to, it is all a story, you know? And what's powerful about this is there's lines in this book that have stuck with me so long. One of them is actually tattooed on my arm, which is, I don't know what I'm fully capable of, but I know I'm fully capable. That came directly as a quote from this book. Um, I believe I, yeah, I marked it. I was page 74. 
in here. And it's, I wanted to read this actually for this episode is the greatest revolutions this world has ever known were created by people who had no more luck, no more intelligence, no more capacity, or no more spirit than you. What makes you every bit as qualified as anyone else to achieve your dream, no matter what it is, is understand that you don't have to know what you're capable of, but just know that you're fully capable. Okay. So this book is riddled with so many powerful lines in here. Again, cutting through all the fluff that is just unnecessary and gets right down into the nitty gritty of mindset training. Okay. So again, shout out to Brian Grasso for this incredible book. The last one that I have is actually a new book that's coming out from an awesome coach, awesome guy that I was fortunate to have on the podcast. And hopefully I'll have back so we can actually discuss this book is Iron Journeys. This is by Zach Evanesh. Um, Zach is one of my favorite coaches to follow. And this book is an absolute blast. It's a short, it's a short book. It's over it's yeah, it's 88 pages in here. So you can read it super quick, but this is five different stories of Zach's life of lifting of just growing up when he was an early young man. Um, and the people who were influenced in his life talks about trucker, John talks about Rudy and also training with the macho man and the ultimate warrior from the original WWF. And this is just such a beautiful book of storytelling of real stories about his life, which isn't, doesn't talk about like, you know, just spitting out jargon of just different messages. He just talks about these were powerful lessons that he learned from real life people. And why I love Zach so much in the work that he does is because he continuously preaches and practices the art of just straight hard work about not overcomplicating the process and getting your hands dirty. You know, oftentimes we're always looking for different messages and different things to motivate us to get going. When in reality, it's he talks about these stories of just getting in and just grabbing the iron and just giving it a lift, just going in hard. You know, some of these things, when you read this story, you might, it's almost like a, an old school style of mentality in lifting. But the reality is, is talks about just going in and just putting your best effort forward every single day and going in with the respect on the iron and really giving it your all. And I love that and see the work that Zach does in his work with underground strength and his gym. And it's the same lessons that he talks about from this book and that he uh, preaches and practices in his real life. So that's the last book here. And hopefully I'll be able to have Zach on and we can chat about this book much further. But again, I was excited to do this and just chat about these books because one is these are all books that you can dive through and get so much insight very quickly. And also they're ones that I'm a proponent of rereading powerful books. And these are all that I've read at least twice through some multiple times. And I would encourage you to, to check all these out in, uh, in your journey and your strength. Okay. So if you want to get those, they're all on all the spots, you grab books, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, till next time, I'll see you there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you much love guys. And I'll be talking to you on the next one. All right. Peace. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build a show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. It's, this group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go.
All right, much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.